Hi everybody, as promised, today in this live, in this lesson or brain-based concept, we're gonna talk about a really simple, but really impactful, huge, um, little thing that you can add to your exam and it can be done in your lobby, it can be done you know, in the adjusting room right before an adjustment, it can be done in the play area, um, but there's just a few little things. You can take a lot from this, and the longer you've been doing this work in pediatrics, the um, or this, these brain-based concepts, even I'm gonna show you one that's with a 17-year-old kid, and you're gonna be like, I can't believe you did a self-portrait exam or assessment with a 17-year-old kid. I'm tell you what I got from it so it's not just little kids um, you're gonna be blown away by how much these portraits this little tool adds to your understanding from a brain-based perspective from a developmental and processing perspective um, what this adds to your understanding of the of the patient um, and also how it correlates with your physical exam findings that you do on your chiropractic and functional brain-based assessments that you do when you're looking at gross motor. And, you know, we teach you how to do this. We teach you how to bring in primitive reflexes and gross motor function and fine motor and auditory verbalization like with a metronome and receptive and expressive language and um, visual processing and eye movements. We teach you how to bring all of that into your exam super 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 simply it doesn't take a lot of time it doesn't take expanding your whole office and changing it um, but it allows you to gather way more information about not just what a deficit is of a child or an adult why they're you know they're having anxiety or they're having learning challenges or behavioral challenges but it helps you understand what they are doing where are they in development how has their processing and development been deflected and then what to measure as you bring your clinical tools, chiropractic, nutrition, you know, whatever it is that you're doing, obviously you're all doing chiropractic, most of you in here, and, um, and then be able to have something to measure. So we're gonna talk about the self-portrait. Um, we do a self-portrait with everybody. We do a functional brain-based exam on every, everybody that comes in that we do an initial intake on, every kid, and then if they're doing a functional brain-based exam, even the adults, you know, with traumatic brain injuries and anxiety and depression and these types of secondary conditions that present, we, we do this. And so I'm going to show you. Now, this is a little girl. Um, she's in second grade. And we, I was doing an exam. Her presentation was she's, she um, has seizures. She has a genetic um, condition that um, caused um, her to start having seizures. Uh, when she was, I think, five or six years old, she lost language. She had language, expressive language. She lost language. And so she doesn't have very sophisticated communication as far as her expressive language, verbal communication. So I talked about her, or I will break down her case a little bit more for you if you'd like, but this, this family, they've been under chiropractic care, and they came and they have a great chiropractor in a different they're far from us they traveled up here for this exam and they wanted a, to have a better understanding of what to do to support their child in addition to the chiropractic and to work with the chiropractor so we did a functional brain-based assessment and one of the things that we did was looking at just not just that she's not communicating well and that she has aggression and temper tantrums temper tantrums is what's reported um, sleep challenges but um, that she you know 
also, you know, is having just socialization challenges and they just want to know what, what's happening. What do we do to best support her? And they didn't just want to, you know, just, just treat her like, you know, cover the deficit. So we're doing the exam. I'm noticing that she actually has really good gross motor function. She has pretty decent fine motor function and um, she is communicating in a gesture way. And we asked her at one portion, so we did our whole exam and at one portion of the exam, I'm laying down um, on the floor doing this exam with her just really simply, really quickly. We have a whole office bustling around her and still things are operating. We're not shut down. And we, I asked her to do this was just a, first of all, this is like a cat right here because she was meowing like a cat. And so I drew a cat um, because I wanted to see if she would attend more to the picture than just spoken language, which she did. She was excited about it and she kept saying meow, meow, meow. So I wrote meow and we're just building rapport and we're connecting. Then she's wanted to start drawing with me. Um, so then I asked her through gesture, a little bit of verbal language, but through gesture just to draw a picture of herself. So I, I gestured and I did with the crayon and I did my body and I wanted her to draw, I did her body and we were kind of gesturing like this and we're communicating, which worked out really well. I'm trying to get this centered here. And I asked her to draw a picture of herself. Now, this is her self-portrait. Okay, this right here. So I want to talk about not just what this self-portrait looks like, but I want to talk about everything I got from watching her do this self-portrait. So she, first of all, started to do this and she was not speaking. She was, she has some words. She wasn't speaking. She wasn't saying words out loud. She was quiet and she drew a head and then she drew eyes, um, and interestingly, her actual visual ability to use central and peripheral vision is pretty pretty darn good um, on her physical exam. So it's interesting. Her eyes are there. So she has a head and she has eyes. And she has legs. These are her legs right off of the, the head. So there's no torso. She also has a pretty, on her physical exam, pretty low tone midsection. She has some pretty poor coordination in her midsection and her torso. There's no torso in this picture which is interesting. So her awareness um, is not quite there yet. And this is a typical childhood development thing that we know that this is like at about four or five in typical trajectory of development, we start to have more body parts on our self-portrait. We start to be able to hold and coordinate in a fine motor way, the crayon or the pencil in a more efficient way. And we start to see that now, not only at like four or five, we have a head, but we have a torso and then, you know, legs and then arms appropriate. And we start to get more expression with like, oh, there's a, there's hair. And what does the hair look like? And it's not just a, a head with like legs coming off of it. But this girl who's older than that still just has a head with legs coming off of it. And then she drew feet, but she spoke feet. She said feet. So she's like feet, feet, feet. And then she drew the feet. So I'm going, hmm, is she just, has she been taught? that your self-portraits need feet? Does she attend, does she, is she have a really good awareness of her feet or what's going on there? Cause she started to speak. Cause I'm not just interested in what does her self-portrait look like? I'm interested also in how did she do it? So she's not speaking in an auditory verbal way when doing this, she's doing it in a pretty coordinated um, fine motor way. And she drew the head, she drew the eyes, she drew the legs pretty smoothly, pretty quickly. And then she started perseverating and speaking feet. And so I was like, okay. And then she started perseverating and speaking arms. 
and she was trying to say arms and she drew like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, like 10 or 11 arms. So clearly, and the interesting thing is she has pretty decent gross motor tone with her legs. Her run was pretty good, but she does have some deficit in her fine motor skills with her hands. So just interesting that she has a good visual cognitive awareness of some parts of her body and some parts on her physical exam, she's not there yet. And we also see not there yet in her awareness of those parts of the same parts of the body in her, in her self-portrait. So you see, this is a great example of this is a sample. It's not just how she, it's not just could she do it and what it looked like, but it's how did she do it? And we use that and we look at the physical exam findings and then we put that away and we can use it again as re-exams later. We're going to know, we will correlate, I will tell you, I've been doing this a very long time, this self-portrait will correlate with when we see that she has more coordination in her gross motor function, more visual cognitive awareness of her her ability to process her body and coordinate her body outside of self, she will begin to add body parts and it will look more sophisticated and appropriate on her self-portrait. Next, next picture, when you see that improvement of exam findings, you will see that she will have an improvement in her self-portrait. Now, the next thing that's important about this one is that what's under this scribble here. Now, what's under this scribble here is I wanted to see, those of you who've taken any of the focus exam or seminars or the level two, you understand more of the complexity of this and how to find the simplicity. Um, but under this one, I wanted to see not just what does her self-portrait look like here, but can she draw a picture of me? Does she have awareness outside of herself in a way that she can put an abstract picture down? She has an idea of what a human being looks like that's herself. It's not super accurate, but it is. there are some accuracies in it, right? And it's developmentally a little behind. But then when we look at her physical exam, that's a little behind. So we might set appropriate goals with the parents when we start to bring our clinical tools on board chiropractic. We might, see, we might set goals of, hey, we want to see um, with our physical exam findings from our functional brain-based assessment and all of our observation of everything that we do and we put it together, we expect to see some of her first goals be improvement in, you know, her tone in her midsection, her ability to coordinate her body in space, and her fine motor function in her upper extremities. And so, and you will, and you will see that, and it's important to set appropriate goals and modify expectations for parents based on your exam findings and your cognitive findings. So in this one, I wanted to step it up just a little more on the hierarchy of awareness and development and say, can she draw a picture of me? So I communicated with her and asked her to draw a picture of me, like we did her. Now I want her to do me. And the interesting thing is when she started to do me, she started to speak right away and she started to try to say um, he head, she was trying to say head, eyes, she said head, she drew a big circle, eyes and she tried to do that and then she got really frustrated and she just scribbled over the whole thing. So when I asked her to do her, she could do it, not super sophisticated, but she could do some of it. When I asked her to do me, which is more abstract and awareness outside of self, 
she could not do that and she got really frustrated and angry and she and she scribbled what that tells us is having an initial goal or expect change in her ability to process others and and have better socialization awareness outside of self learn outside of self type skills before she reaches these inside of self coordination here now me my body most primitive thing in the universe it would be inappropriate for us to think that she's going to have wins in socialization outside of self based on the developmental hierarchies of the brain, based on this exam and her physical exam findings. And it would be most appropriate to see these type of changes. So that's what we have to look for on our re-exam, on our table talk, on our subjective communicating with parents as we start our care so that we're not just treating the deficit. We're not just treating the, this is this primary symptom, socialization, anger, and language is what they're coming to saying, these are the big challenges. Well, we're doing our exam, chiropractic exam, and functional brain-based exam and saying, okay, we see that we have alterations in neurological input processing output, and we also see in a functional brain-based assessment and cognitive assessment that this is where she is, and these are the types of goals we should look for first. And this is when we're going to know that we should either add something in in the form of primitive reflexes, neuro rehab, speech therapy, something else outside of our office, and partner with those people or add some of those tools on or not. See, we have to find the, com we have to sort through the complexity, and this is what we teach you to do. We teach you this stuff, and then we teach you how to apply it. We teach you how to apply it by staying in the chiropractic lane, having a very specific chiropractic implementation exam and implementation and communication, and know when to add other things in, either in your office or with other people outside of there, outside of your office. This one is a 17-year-old. Let me know if you want to hear about this one. This is a very, very different presentation. Um, and I would love to talk to you about it. Let me know below what questions you have and if you want to hear about what information we got about this and how we brought this back to chiropractic um, for this 17-year-old practice member. All right, everybody. Be well. Do good work. Start doing self-portraits and just watch and wonder a little bit. Put them in your file. Have them there. And then put them on your re-exam. And even if you don't fully get it, it's just a great tool to have in addition to everything else, and you can watch those self-portraits change.